Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back and listening to the Oxenplow hashtag Canna Chick Chats podcast. For those of you who don't know, my name is Lace. I'm your host. I'm also the creator behind the brand and business Oxenplow, where we design and curate content for all cannabis brands, businesses, and boutiques. Okay, so today in our smoke session, I'm so excited to be interviewing Casey. She's a writer, creator, and entrepreneur behind a digital distribution platform, Be Blunt Daily. She amplifies other women and female entrepreneurs and brands in the space to grow their audience and sell their product. I really love Casey's energy and how infectious her passion and love for the hustle of this business is. She's definitely inspired me and I hope she inspires you. Okay, also, stay tuned and listen, because after this interview, I'm going to share a very exciting announcement with all of you. I'm so excited. So, okay, stay tuned. Now, without further ado, here is our interview with Casey. Casey. Hey, ladies, how's it going? Good, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm so excited that you're on my show today. I know. (laughs) I'm so thrilled. I know. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. I was in San Francisco, and I was with my partner and her family, and we just had an incredible time. What about you? We stayed here in Charleston and um, just had a great friend's um, Thanksgiving, and we uh, just really relaxed here and socialized and went out and had a great time. It was, it was fantastic. It went by too fast. I know it always does. Like, and you, you feel like during the holidays too, that, um, you know, you're like, okay, you know, Thanksgiving day, we're going to eat and everybody's going to have a great time. And then all of a sudden it's like midnight and everybody's, you know, wrapping up the leftovers and putting away the wine. And you're like, but it's over. Why? I know. <laughs> I, I did not want Monday to, to happen today. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm so glad it did because you're here. Yes. Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and just kind of talk about you and be blonde and what it means for you. And let's just get into it. For sure. So um, Cameron Casey, um, most people just call me Casey. Uh, obviously, I love that um, innuendo or double on, on um, double. I can't even say the word right now. <laughs> um, you know, I know uh, what you mean. Yes. Um, so I started Be Blunt about a year ago and um, it's it's my side hustle. Um, I really have that entrepreneurial spirit and thought that this would be interesting to, um, to start to help cannabis brands be able to extend their, their distribution online. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a lot of challenges with um, rules and regulations in the ad industry to be able to really reach um, the audience in the traditional ways that other brands that are non-cannabis get to do. And so my background is in digital media and, um, you know, seeing the green rush and seeing, you know, this, this really incredible um, revolution happening where, where we're legalizing something that's been illegal, um, you know, and, and so it, it's just a really interesting industry. And, and I was excited to start Be Blunt to really grow and help other brands find their audience and be able to reach their audience. You know, it's really interesting how you talk about the green rush and how you recognized that, you know, in terms of social media and digital and especially ad space like Facebook and 
um, Instagram, there are so many stipulations in terms of how we're able to promote our brands, right? So on Instagram, if the algorithm sees a weed leaf or any reference to smoking or anything like that, or smoking weed specifically, that they will take down your site or take or take down your pro- these prohibitions against it, right? So how did you recognize that? What, what made you kind of, I guess, curate this idea and your concept? Because I know that a lot of business owners and creators for them, and it's even for myself, I, I was just thinking about the brand and, and developing and creating. I, I couldn't see past what the data and just like how hard it would be to pro- promote my brand. So what kind of helped you recognize that in this uh, space? I'll tell you what. So Be Blunt's totally different than it was a year ago. The idea that I actually started with was having a news aggregator. So I, the, the idea it's evolved. It was always going to be a distribution platform for brands, whether it was through a banner ad or through affiliate marketing or newsletter sign up or, you know, a sponsorship or content marketing. So the site was going to, it was always the foundation for that, but I actually started it as a news aggregator, similar to the skim which was a year ago, kind of the golden child of media. Um, And it's women owned and run. And these two young girls thought of this really simple idea to just like basically break down the news stories, the daily news stories in their voice. And so it's easy to digest um, like everything else in our world. You know, everything's like 22 characters or, you know, it's this it's the Twitter um, tweet. um, And, you know, that's how we're consuming a lot of content. So we want it to be quick and easy. And so I thought, you know, I should build an aggregator of news for Be Blunt and for cannabis, because there's so much content out there. You really it takes a lot to like, quote unquote, weed through it, pun intended, I suppose. Um, But, you know, (laughs) I was trying to find interesting I love kind that. Of content that, that I would be interested in as a woman. Um, and so I started aggregating. I started um, at first, it's so much. And again, remember, this is my side hustle. So I was trying to put my voice around it and it, and it was really time consuming. And I, I was working way too many hours, at eight, eight or nine hours a day for my real job. And then at night I was trying to do this. And so um, it ended up where I just started pulling articles that I thought were interesting and just reposting them. Um, and then the whole idea was, you know, here's one place where you can go and read what I think is the most interesting news stories. Um, and then I started to blog and that lasted about a month because <laughs> I was a journalism and broadcasting major in college, but that was a long time ago. And I forgot how to write and it was taking me days to write stories. And I was like, well, this isn't going to work either. And so back to your original question, you really have, I had to really kind of continue to pivot to figure out how to make this thing scalable because I also couldn't expand through Instagram. I couldn't expand through Facebook. And so I was actually then faced with all the same challenges of the brands that I'm trying to help. And so like I found that we were all in the same boat and then again, just continue to evolve this thing to try and to build audience. And um, where it has ended up today is a, is a really like a, um, a very collaborative effort with um, with folks like you and and Glassy and um, Mary Jane Swim. And I found all these really cool brands out there that want to partner with me, where we can actually kind of 
um, piggyback on each other's own social audiences as well as content distribution. I, I think that's really interesting in terms of like how you're saying piggyback because I really feel like especially for my brand I my idea with Oxen Plow really is to lock arms with other female entrepreneurs in the space yeah. and and really support them in that right and using my platform to do that regardless if you have a thousand followers and I have 700 or Glassy has you know a hundred thousand or however many followers I have it to me that doesn't matter what for me matters is really the principle of coming together and and cross collaborating brands because as you know in the digital space it can get very saturated so if we're not sharing audiences we're kind of one in its own entity rather than collaborating together and giving double brand awareness on both sides right a hundred percent a hundred percent and plus I think the other cool thing that I didn't realize when I started again I was thinking in an entrepreneurial brain like truly I was like, I was going to go out there and make tons of money and buy a G5. Like literally this, this, like when I was starting to incubate this idea, I called it G5 because I, I wanted, I wanted to build this like empire for cannabis, um, digital media platform, and then, you know, be able to, to cash out and retire and, and, and travel around the world in my private jet. So, you know, again, I'm saying this kind of tongue. Yeah. I'm saying this tongue in cheek, but the idea was to build a media empire. Um, And, you know, it, it, it's now actually, I've also shifted that thought and, and that, that idea. And it's really become kind of a um, just like my baby. Like I, I want to, I want to collaborate with other brands and especially women entrepreneurs, because this green rush um, has really opened the door for women to kind of run their own companies more so than any other industry, um, which I think is also something that was surprising to me. And again, didn't even think of that in the beginning, but now it's kind of what motivates me um, to move forward and to pick brands as I curate, you know, partners that I want to collaborate with. Absolutely. And I want to switch gears a little bit and kind of talk about the personal side of it for you. What was the drive and motivation behind Be Blunt? And what, in terms of being a creator, and you're saying that you have this entrepreneurial spirit, which is so tried and true, like just so the audience knows, just when I first talked to you, it was almost like I could just vibrate off that. (laughs) It it just radiates from you in such an organic way. And it's so real. And I really connected to that. And, and it's not in an entrepreneurial way of like, I'm a, I'm a hustler, you know what I mean? It's, it was, it's the hustle, but it's, you present it in such a genuine way. And and I want to understand and go a little bit deeper and, and especially for the audience, because I know they're curious, like what that means for you. Did that happen early on? Was it your first experience with cannabis that kind of ignited that light in you and that fire? Or how did that curate? I, you know, I, I feel like it's something that I've always had. I'm super competitive. I was a, I was an, I, I am an athlete. I was a college athlete. Um, you what know, I've always, what did you play? I, played tennis. Um, I was a division one, uh, scholarship athlete, um, wow. in a, in a, in a big 12 school. And, um, uh, I grew up in the Midwest and, and, um, you know, so I've always had this just drive to win. And if I'm not, if I'm not winning, then I want others to win. And I think that, um, even though tennis is like this really individual sport, I also strangely have this kind of team, <laughs> team commitment as well, which, um, is 
part of what you need to be an entrepreneur and to oh. collaborate. You, you can't go at it on your own. And so, um, you know, I feel like I've always found a way to, to get the best out of people um, and, and to be able to, to navigate and figure out, you know, how we can best work together. And so um, that's what, that's really what drives me. And then, you know, in full candor, I, you know, I want to succeed and own my own business. I've worked for other people my whole life and um, it's just not as fulfilling. Like people have built businesses on my back um, as a, as someone, as a, as a digital media seller, someone that sells digital media for, for, for big companies, you know, they're making a ton of money off of, of, of my efforts and fruits and labor. And so like, I would, I know that how hard I work for them. And if I work that hard for myself, you know, I ha I will see success and I'll see my own success and I'll be able to be, you know, the, the, the one calling the shots and, and building the business. For sure. And I, I mean, I feel like that too. And, and it's almost, it's for me, I don't know for you, but it, it's, it's almost emotional, right? Because I'm seeing these other brands be built, like you said, on my back and it's heavy. And I'm just, I go home at the end of the day and you're exhausted. Right. And like, God, I'm just going through the motion of this eight to five cubicle clicking, typing type of day routine. And it's not, and of course you're passionate, right. About the, the, what, what builds and, and what surrounds media and, and we, you and I, I think we talked about this a little bit. We have a very similar digital media background and um, just having that, um, that weight on you at night, you know, what does that feel like in, in the daily grind of it? Like, right. Like you have, like you said, you have your eight to five and then you come home and you work on people. And what does that look like for you? So it's, it, listen for, I would say in the, when I, so it's been about a year since I actually launched the site. And again, I mentioned it's gone through several different kinds of reiterations. I've learned and figured things out through trial and error. And so in the beginning, like I was pumped, like I would get up in the morning and I would work from like six to eight in the morning on the, the site. And then I would start my job. And then at night I would also work for a couple hours at night. And I had this like massive passion. And then literally about halfway into it, I just kind of like went flat and I, I, I wasn't digging the aggregation. I was like, this is not working. Um, you know, my, I was struggling to f get newsletter signups. I actually figured out a really interesting way to do it on Craigslist, which rejuvenated me for a minute. Um, and then, you know, I just was like, I, something's got to give. And I, the spark from that I started with and kind of came out of the gate guns blazing disappeared. And I had to, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, and, and, and this is part of that drive to win, I had to dig myself up and get excited and, and rejuvenate myself because no one else was going to do it for me. Um, and I think that, that that was a really interesting lesson for me mm. um, because I, as I've always worked for other people, you know, maybe someone else within that organization will motivate me. And I certainly work um, to motivate myself, but this was kind of, this was a different um, thing that happened to me where um, I, I, I really had to, to dig in and figure out how to, to re rejuvenate and pivot. Absolutely. And when you say repivot, how does your family support that? And how did they? 
<laughs> no, everyone's so supportive. Like my family, like they, they <laughs> my mom is so cute. Like she'll, she'll rip out articles in like entrepreneur magazine and she'll rip out articles in like USA from a newspaper about marijuana and she'll, she'll mail them to me. And so, you know, that's, you know, they're, 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 you know, 70 years old. Like this is their kind of way that they support. And it's so funny. And then um, I've got this great picture of the three of us. My brother wasn't there. I just have one brother. Um, And then my, I have my husband and I are here, but we don't have any kids. So it's, we have this really kind of close knit family, but I, my, my be blunt t-shirts, which we were talking about earlier, I got them um, finally made. And I saw my parents, I've got this amazing picture of the three of us all in our be blunt t-shirts. And it's, it's like by far my favorite. You'll have to share that. So we can, we need to like post that so everyone can see that. Um, Because I think it's, I think it's really important, like in this industry that we really recognize and um, touch and, um, put an emphasis on the family structure behind the business, right? Because without that support, how, I mean, just that grind, and I'm sure you know, is, is can be really frustrating and feel very lonely. And especially I'm sure the support of your, your husband and and other entrepreneurs that are listening or um, women that want to be in this industry, that support from friends, family, partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, it's so important. For sure. And, you know, my husband, Tom is awesome. And, you know, he really encouraged me to do this. And, um, you know, part of being an entrepreneur, like, I've always had ideas. And um, I always like to talk about, oh, we should do this, we should do that. And, you know, it took me forever to actually do it. And, and, you know, a lot of people um, have great ideas, but they just don't have the guts and, and, you know, willpower to go out and actually start it. And, you know, I did that. And, and that, that was after, you know, 20 years of, of basically brainstorming and ideating and thinking about uh, to, you know, build my own business. And this was the one that finally actually came to life. And, you know, Tom was really a part of that. And, and sure. so was my brother, my brother's awesome. He's in San Diego you know, he kind of has his pulse on the scene there, which is helpful. Um, he's gotten some meetups. We laugh about that. <laughs> um, and the space is so different in California it's versus totally North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Versus Phoenix, you and I have touched on that, how the markets are so very different. Even the target of markets are so different. And when you talk about consuming, that is a whole nother game. Oh, yeah. And it's so different. And, you know, I, I, used to live in Denver and this was before it was legal, but, you know, even just visiting Denver this in the last year, you know, that's a totally different scene than being in San Diego. That scene's totally different. I haven't spent a lot of time in Phoenix yet since it's been um, legalized. But then when, when you think about what's going on on my coast in South Carolina, you know, we are surrounded by medically legal States, but um, you know, this state is not, um, recreational or medical. And honestly, like I laugh and say, I feel like there'll be another, um, war between the States before that happens. Um, because they're very conservative. conservative. Yeah. Um, but they are, but the, the crazy thing is the land down here is really, um, is, is really conducive to farming. And so they actually have started some hemp farms in, um, old, 
acreages of old farmland. And so wow. um, that's really an interesting thing to see that kind of come to life. And I think that the, we'll get there, but um, it's a very different scene. Obviously there's no scene here. It's all underground, um, which is, which is kind of funny. And um, yeah. And we've talked about that, like some of the social lights in that area and um, like what that's been like for you in terms of kind of communication and what the dynamic of that looks like. I'm really curious to kind of know a little bit more about that and kind of how you found it. Right. For sure. And it was, it was just, it, it was really funny because I do live in more of a suburban um, area and, you know, I was very open about, I'm doing this be blunt thing and, you know, <laughs> I'll go play tennis and, you know, the, the tennis ladies are like, really? And like, they're all very curious and accepting and it's, it's great. Um, but when you talk about building an audience, that's a little bit of a different story. So the, 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 the site's been, and this goes back to like another learning curve for me. Um, you know, the site was built for more of the discreet can of curious, can of newbie, you know, someone that, you know, is either looking to um, maybe dabble in it or they supplement their um, maybe their wine night with a gummy night or, you know, some sort of um, uh, cannabis uh, hangout consumption. Yeah. Yeah. Consumption. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And um, you know, you start talking about it and then all of a sudden you start to see, Oh yeah, this one does, this person loves that. Oh yes. They do this already. You know, um, book club has, you know, a, a cannabis consumption, um, twist to it. And so it was all, it was all there. Um, just nobody talks about it. Um, and, and my friend, a good friend of mine that I met here a couple of years ago, we we've had this discussion and, you know, she's a mom, um, and her, and she's a, she's a really cool mom and she talks to her kids about it. And, um, you know, they understand, you know, what it is and, and how it's changing and, and um, the history behind marijuana and cannabis. And so, um, but she's also like, but other moms may not understand that, that don't as accepting as we are. And so I don't want the people at the PTA and the people at my church to necessarily be, you know, up in my business about it. And so, you know, she's kind of a di more discreet in the closet type, but, but she's super accepting and cool and they're within their family, if that makes sense. So oh, for sure, sometimes you got to be quiet, but, um, and I mean, you know, that's, that I feel like, and, um, I'm going to talk more to the audience about this later. It'll be kind of another layered conversation. I'd love your take on it at that point. And we can talk offline about it, but, uh, being a mom in cannabis, I think is still such a sensitive subject. And, you know, for myself, I want children. And um, I really believe that coming into this era, if you will, that we're in and how it's developing and cultivating, it's not a normal thing to consume and be a parent and medicinally have that daily routine, right? And what that looks like for your children. Yeah, I mean, that's a. I think that there's a lot of conversations about For that. And sure. I, would, I would not be one because I don't have kids. And so I can't even imagine how I would handle it. Um, you know, it, it's possible if I did, I would never have started this. Like, I, I can't even I have no clue how, how that goes. I would have a hard time having a Twitter or conversation with my kid. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what's right or wrong just on the internet, like, let I alone you know, exactly. drugs and alcohol. So, um, <laughs> no, for sure. I think all those conversations are hard. I agree with that. And, you know, switching gears a little bit more off that topic. Um, I want to talk about 
a couple things. So I want to talk about your holiday gift guide. I want to talk about like what your creative process is. So let's kind of dive into that. What, what kind of gives you the inspiration for your content and how do you organize that? Um, Like, do you use a calendar? Do you like go home and just start researching? Like, are you a natural writer? Like, what does those steps look like for you? Sure. So I'm totally pumped about the holiday guide. It's our first annual. And it's amazing. Um, yeah, <laughs> like the brands and the products, you guys that are on this holiday gift guide are gorgeous. I'm going to put a link in the bio to this episode so everyone can shop it. Thank um, you. Yes, absolutely. And then there'll also be a link on Instagram for you guys too. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I had no, to say that or sure. I was going to forget. <laughs> no, I love it. And it was fun to put together. And so it, it's really a cult. So it's kind of a two part to this. Um, we are pumped about the holiday gift guide. We've got some awesome brands from like I've mentioned glassy and Mary Jane swim, by the way, Mary Jane swim. If you haven't checked them out, they're oh, so cool. Oh my God. So cool. So like they dopest pieces. I'm like, I just want every single one. I want the pattern in my, um, I want one. Of, I love their, their, they've got three different patterns and I don't know which is which, but I would take any three of them to actually wallpaper my powder room yes. downstairs. Or <laughs> I would you imagine, love. Could you imagine like, just a backdrop like paper just oh yeah a backdrops for like an interview or something oh my god gorgeous it's so, it's so cool and but they have all right so they I've, i i love it so they have this one piece which um it's adorable but it, it kind of reminds me of like it's a one-piece swimsuit but it's long sleeve so it's probably more for it's like the purple and green one yes right? it's yeah, probably love that more one. yeah it's so so i got it and i i i got it and it fit perfectly um, so their size guide is like spot on. Um, and, and you could it, probably wear that with like high waisted black denim and like a jacket. Oh my God. Like, I totally wear it with I my blazer. Just, I, I know, yeah. I was, thinking, I was like, Oh my God, like this is a dope swimsuit, but I want to wear it as a one piece. It's like a bodysuit. Yeah. And like, I, I was laughing cause when I tried it on, I, you know, the long sleeves are so bizarre. I was like, oh, my God, this is like a gymnastics leotard. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. But it's so awesome. And, like, I wear it to the beach. And, like, most people do double looks, but then they're, like, not sure that that's really what they're looking at. And that's, again, what I love about it is this, like, just – I love this whole kind of, like, discreet in your face kind of, like, I don't know if we can say cuss words, but kind of yes, like the, cuss, you know, you can fucking say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. Just, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but like, you know, this kind of like, fuck you, like here, it's here and Absolutely. you know, like we're going to fold it in. Exactly. Um, so anyway, I've, I've, these brands pot for pot. Oh my God. The house of puff have, that has this lit Gorgeous. kit. That I is awesome. So bad. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. Um, and then, you know, there's, and then, and then we have to talk about, be blunt gear dopest t-shirts oh, ever you yeah. guys like I mean I, you couldn't have branded it better they're beautiful thank you and and that's my first again re- iteration I've uh, really good ideas for kind of the next the next scene but um you know I love the name be blunt because it has that um like that to double meeting. I can't say that word for some reason. The, the it's okay. I say everything wrong. So yes. just, you take your time. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like, you want to be blunt, talk about it, be blunt about cannabis, but then, you know, rolling your blunt and like my, my I can't wait to get new t-shirts that say, you know, sorry for being so blunt. That's just how I roll. And I like, love that. And like, I feel like that's my new mantra, but um, yeah, it's, it, I love, I love the t-shirts and love um, the wildflowers. 
that's yes. my favorite just so everyone knows so you know I'm gonna put a little wish list for you guys you can send that to me perfect um, but yeah no it's it's beautiful and like really well branded and I kind of I would love if you don't mind if we can give a shout out to who did the artwork just for yes us. go ahead yeah, Stacey Lamb. I just started working with her, and she, so I've got a number of new graphics that will come out on my Instagram feed. And again, this is like another um, another way that I have to grow my brand. Is like we, the one thing I realize is all of us are sharing the same photos and pictures, and which is awesome. But Absolutely. like I'm trying to in, inject some like new moves, basically yes. some new art. And, you know, and that's a way for me to grow my audience as well as, you know, if I invest in these images and this reframed artwork and, um, and illustrations and people start to share those, then, you know, I get, I get brand extension from that. And so this is just another kind of untraditional tactic that people in cannabis brands have to do. Um, you know, we can't boost our posts. We can't, um, can't necessarily do a, 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 radio spot or things like that. I mean, it's changing, but you know, it's it's, it's restrictive. But what's, Um, what, what makes that so interesting to me is that that means that the following that we have versus other bloggers and entrepreneurs has been a harder gain. Yes. And, um, that means like, I feel like our following is so loyal because of that. And because of how hard it is right now to be able to be on this medium with other entrepreneurs and other people in different industries. And I think it speaks to like just the woman, the woman connection and support, because Absolutely. again, you the second part of the question that you asked is how do I find brands? You know, I'm curating through what I find on Instagram. And so I'm, just scouring Instagram for brands that I feel are compatible with Be Blunt. And they're all basically, you know, woman owned entrepreneurial brands or woman, you know, the woman is forward thinking from, from, from a team of women. Um, It's all made for women. Um, And so this is kind of the genre that I've started to play in and, and I'll, I'll research brands and find them. Um, Now what's interesting too, is people are finding me, um, and they're asking me to do a rev- reviews and they're asking me to promote their, their product, um, which is cool. And like the first time that happened to me, I had, um, pot for pot, um, reach out and was like, Hey, we love your, we love your brand. We love your site. Would you, you know, if I sent you a, um, a product, would you review it? And I was like, hundred percent. Yes. You know? And so that's starting to happen, which is like, so I so I get really really fucking jazzed about that because I'm like now it's you working. should like oh actually my God, seeing absolutely. it work right yeah that's like your whole concept of your entire brand that that's Correct. what you want to do yeah and so it's like starting to to happen it's 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 you know it's super small scale right now but you know again this is this is the this is the end goal and so um, I literally use a word document and I have like a content collaboration schedule and I reach out to brands I ask them to to do, to answer some questions. And, you know, it's how I found Oxen Plow. Like you have an amazing Instagram feed. Thank Your you vibe so is so awesome. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. And I mean, the things you've done for other cannabis brands of is course, yeah. awesome. Right. So, um, it was just, you just try and connect with people like that. Yeah. And I think for me, you know, I'm, I'm a natural born communicator. Um, I have a true passion for other brands and development and I, I really have a, um, I I, want to say, you know, 
just such a respect for that. Right. So for me, like, especially when I found you I, or be blunt, I was just like, oh my God, like, yes, like this is, this is what it's about. This is going to be huge. Right. And um, just your whole concept. So just blends perfectly with the purpose of Oxen Plow, especially this podcast, reaching out to other women in the cannabis space and really honing in on their craft and sharing it with our industry, um, I think is so huge. And I'm just so excited to be a part of it and, and have you on. It's been so fun. <laughs> no, for sure. And um, I, yeah, for, I, I totally love it. Um, yeah, I I want to, I know we're running out of time. It's so fucking dumb. I hate it when this happens. I just, because I could just sit here for another hour and talk to you. But um, anyway, so let's, um, okay. So pimp yourself out. Tell everybody where to find you, where they can get the holiday lookbook um, and be blunt here. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, would love any support that, that um, your listeners can provide to our Instagram following at, at so the handle is at be blunt daily. Um, you got to check out the, the holiday guide on bebluntdaily.com. Um, would love for you to sign up for the newsletter because that's where you get the latest and greatest brands that we're promoting. Um, we've got some really cool um, conversations about to happen for the rest of the year. And obviously a lot of great promo codes and deals for um, cyber buying since today is Cyber Monday. Yay. So, um, you know, I know t- today's a great day to check it out, but obviously we'll have um, everything up till the end of the year and then. It will um, convert to a more general shopping area and brand um, marketplace. I love it. Oh, marketplace. Yeah. We have so much to talk about in terms of yes. that too. And one thing I love to do towards the end of every episode is ask, what is the one piece of business advice that you would give or resource that you can offer to maybe one of our listeners who wants to start her own brand business or maybe ones that are out there that are struggling that need help? What's one thing that you would give them for that? Or maybe two. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, first of all, I think there's a great book, Breaking the Grass Ceiling. I I think that's, yeah, I think that's a great resource, especially as you like learn and, and want to enter into the, um, cannabis entrepreneurial world. And that's um, on the holiday lookbook. It is. As it well. is. Yeah. So you guys can find there at a great price. Yes. And so I think that's, that's first, but I I think just in general, like you have to, you have to be afraid to fail. It's okay to fail. It's okay to pivot. Your ideas are going to, to mature and change as you actually start your business or start your brand and it's okay that's what that's what what um uh that's what it's all about you just have to have the guts and um just be fearless to go out you and have just to be willing start to just fall on your fucking face yes and just, and just get back up but just start it just right. just start it i just started an instagram handle i just started a website really easily through wordpress and you know what if you I get inspiration too through how I built this. If you've ever listened to that podcast, I, I, I listen to it every week. Oh my God. I love podcast. it. Yeah. Yes. How I built this. And I'll put links for um, breaking the, the grass ceiling. Um, and then also to um, the, how I built this podcast so that everyone can click on those and check those out as well. Yeah. So I think that's just, don't be afraid to fail and just fucking start it. Like stop yes. talking about it and go fucking do it. <laughs> I love that so much. That's my new tagline. Yes. Um, I'm going to steal it from you. Um, but Casey, you are just lovely and your Likewise, energy is, ladies, I love it. I love it so much. Your energy is just so motivating and I'm just so happy I've gotten to talk to you and, and, um, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, girl. All it's right. so good to connect and thank yes. you for having me. And this was really fun. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Talk Bye. To you Bye. 
Okay, how incredible was Casey? I just love how much she inspired me, and I hope that she inspired all of you. And um, I'm just so excited that I got to share my time with her with all of you. So, I said there was going to be a big announcement, right? I'm so excited to share with you all that Be Blunt will now be a proud sponsor of the Oxen Plow podcast, as well as they will be offering all Oxen Plow listeners 10% off all Be Blunt merchandise. That's right, 10% off using promo code OXPLOW at checkout. Be Blunt is the platform to be on if you are looking to promote your cannabis brand and business, especially with this holiday season coming up. Be Blunt has the perfect holiday gift guide to make all your holidays be blazy and bright. So head over to BeBluntDaily.com and shop the holiday gift guide and don't forget to use OxPlow at checkout. Again, that promo code is OxPlow at checkout. Happy shopping! <laughs>